On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we are hanging out at the Mason Jar here in Thornton Park. Sitting in a parklet eating nacho burgers, talking about nightmares, all that stuff. Nacho burger. Nacho burger. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I don't want to hear about your baby, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Does he your brother have a baby? Aren't you an uncle? I don't want to hear about it. Okay. I don't want to hear about it. I actually, they always <laughs> want me to come over and play with the babies, and I'm like, can I just wait until it has something to say? Oh, okay. not going to remember me. It's like, a very Seinfeld thing to say. I like seeing your baby. I like knowing it's there. Yes, I feel some weird sort of like familial ownership. Of Probably your... don't know its name. Oh, my, Michael. Michael. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. I call him Mickey. That's the love, wrong I name. I love my nephew. I love my niece. <laughs> uh, but they're not interesting until they get some character. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, some things have happened to them. That's true. Yeah, I want to see like haunted eyes. Before I have something to say to them. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And then they'll come over. My my boyfriend says it all the time. They'll come and hang out with us when they're teenagers and hate their parents. Because we're going to be the cool gay uncles. Or when you're too old to take us. care of yourselves, maybe they'll take care of you. Yeah. I guess I should spend more time with them then. Here on Bungalow <laughs> or in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. And we are in Thornton Park tonight. Sitting yeah. on the street at Mason Jar in oh Burton's Bar. I, so this is the first time I've been to Mason Jar. This and, isn't my hood, Brendan. Okay, this is not my hood. Not that I can't come over no, here. It's not it's, a gang war or something. Downtown for adults. Yes. You? So I just haven't been here yet because this was nothing for a long time, right? Yeah. They just kept promising that a sandwich shop would open, and then it was owned by the Gnarly Barley Boys. Yes. And I can't remember what it was called. I don't remember. Big either. time. Big Whatever. time co. Anyway, it's right next to Burton's. Yep. And Mason's been here forever. And we got amazing food tonight. Amazing. Uh, I've been here more than a few times. I'm a big fan. Sometimes we come here before we go do our Tuesday night bingo at Persimmon Hollow Brewing just around the corner. AJ, the chef slash owner, fantastic, wonderful guy, and his food's impeccable. We got a nacho burger, which was a smash burger with Doritos. On it, because it was so good. AJ said it was because everybody at Burton's keeps asking for nachos. After about 12 High Lifes, you want some nachos. And he wants some nachos. He was like, I'm not going to give you nachos, but I will give you a nacho burger. You're welcome. And it, it, it was very, very good. Uh, this man just rolled up on his bike looking like an urban hipster Dothraki. Really? I yeah, did, it was very I need to Game turn my head and ch- take good a look at Good lord. He's got a little top knot. Hey, Thornton Park. Uh... What was your week like, John? So I went to the pinball lounge this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I drove out there. If you've never been, it's up in Oviedo at the Oviedo Bowling Center. My buddies own it, Ed and Kurt. One of your favorite places. It is one of my favorite places. So I went up there, and uh, it was a ton of fun. They do Friday free-for-all, where 10 bucks you can play as much pinball as you can stand. Amazing. It's a lot of fun. Not to say that I wasn't listening, but okay. the urban hipster Dothraki. <laughs> Did not lock his bike up. Really? He kind of just leaned it confidently against the fence and then walked away. Maybe he trusts the people here in Thornton Park. I think he just knows he's so masculine, nothing bad will happen to Coming him. Coming from a man who has had two bikes stolen in downtown Orlando, <laughs> I would tell you, you should probably lock your bike up. Is that BDE? Is that what they, the kids talk about, BDE? I don't know what that means. I, can't, I don't know if I can say what the D means, but 
big blank uh, energy. Oh, maybe, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah. Or just privilege? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe just wealthy. Like, steal my bike. I'll buy a new I'll one. Buy a new. I got a tracker on it. I'll find you and eat your baby. I'm still looking for the bike that got stolen from me ten years ago. Really? Oh, every now and then when I see a bike that looks a little bit like it, I go check it out because I had a very distinct bike. I went to a chop shop for sure. I'm sure. Scotty it did. Campbell, my gay boyfriend, had a tricycle stolen off of our front what, was porch. Was he five? No, <laughs> I bought him a. What was it? Sun trike? Like one of those old Miami. man ones? Yeah. Yeah, and he loved it. He loved it. and he But he left it out on the porch three days in a row. Oh. Locked up. Oh. But we heard... <laughs> <laughs> All right. These are so funny. But I heard 9 a.m. one day, I heard his bike horn go off. Go, uh, uh, you know? And That's I was a like, bold oh, time to steal a bike. Happened. 9 a.m. And it's, they just went up, sliced the lock, and stole it. I wow. tracked it down and found it oh. at a chop shop that you, that was across from Parliament House. Really? And, it was, and I saw it on the top of this pile of bike parts. There was a Sun Trike, which they're custom out of Miami, and they had just newly filed off the serial oh, numbers. Oh, man. I filed it and reported it to uh, OPG. Did you get it back? Nothing happened. Nothing. Nope. They did not one thing. I took pictures. I, I documented documented the whole thing nothing happened and that's we'll get to it Brendan. that's when i started hating police officers <laughs> just kidding <laughs> uh my week what did i do what'd you do we tested the new kroger delivery how'd app. that go it went really well good no, i, I gave them some sass on instagram did you, you did yeah was, and they responded they, it was funny so you got delivery kroger which is based in groveland kind of like instacart but based in uh kroger no does it all man. yeah they yeah. do it all right so, like, great. one person probably handles all your orders. Which is great. And if you're yeah. from anywhere besides, like, Florida, there's Kroger on the east and north part of the United States. And so Kroger's a little cheaper, a lot cheaper than some other grocery chains here in Florida. Way so, cheaper. Yeah, way cheaper. And so they have this delivery and I'll service. And names. Cheaper than Publix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way cheaper. But still great quality products. Yes. And I'm waiting for them to actually open a store. And so on Instagram, I was sort of, like, trolling them. Like, hey, happening? why don't you open a store by my house? At Kroger. Yeah. And they responded. <laughs> oh, like, a corporate person responded. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, we will look into checking out your real estate. <laughs> but I was like, I'm just joking with you, man. But seriously, open. But seriously, one up. open up a Kroger. Everybody wants one. I was, but the delivery is cool. And Good. You don't have to go anywhere, and you yeah. can, you you time it. You're like, I will be home at this time, like an hour window, All not right. like a five hour window for everybody else. Right? That's what they do with Instacart. You got to be there, which I had to learn the hard way because I ordered drinks one time, and they're like, "Where are you? We need to check your ID." I'm yeah. like, "Just leave it there. I'm 21." They're like, "We can't." I'm like, "Here's a photo. Like, just leave it there." No, and they had to take it back. Yeah, yeah. John, some photo. Like, I, I had to send them. Busy. I was busy. You're too Just funny. leave the poos there. You want to talk about news? Yeah, let's talk about news. All right. NASA is publicly investigating UFOs. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's following a report that's about to come out from the Pentagon about, and they don't call them UFOs. They call them unidentified aerial objects. Why not just call them UFOs? UAP. Oh, no. Unidentified aerial. It's a, a P. I don't know what the P means. UAP. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they should just call it UFO. Yeah, they should. Right? Why do they have to make it different? I don't know. Now it's gonna. It'll just trend better on Google if they come up with their own word. I don't know. Uh, but NASA's investi or new administrator, the new administrator of NASA, just Bill demanded, Nelson. Bill Nelson. Yeah, said, "Hey, uh, I want you guys to look into UAPs too." And Is this just a marketing thing so people stay even more interested in NASA? <laughs> or their UFP UAP for NASA, but like, but there are reports of it actually happening, 
And like, and they're talking about Russian spy planes. But if they are, we should know. That's true. You can't just not investigate it because it sounds far fetched. Why? Why do these aliens want to visit us? Honestly, because we're about to. Something's about to happen. You think so? I think. I think they just let us do our thing, and and maybe they know. Maybe they came back from like the future, and they're like, (laughs) "This is about." To blow up. Uh-huh. This is when everything goes crazy. Let's leave them be. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just watch from the clouds as they slowly implode. Like that new Loki episode. Have you seen Loki? I haven't one? watched it. No. Oh, I don't want no spoilers. <laughs> uh, Orange County just banned sales of dogs, cats, and yeah, rabbits. Yeah, they did. They had like a five-hour meeting about it, too. People, People get really excited about puppies, which, whatever. I have a dog. I have two. Yeah. Yeah, they get really excited about it. I, uh, speak, of the, speak of a dog, a right puppy. here. Yeah, yeah, that's why they don't want to sell them. So they're banning retail puppy sales or dog sales and cats and rabbits in Orange County. And uh, anybody that owns a business that sells them has to be out of business in a year. Yeah, what do you think about that? Ah, it's a tough one. So, like, I don't want to say. I'm do not- I like the idea of government telling businesses what they can and can't sell? Not necessarily. I don't either. Uh, do I wish that they had just worked with an accreditation process? I think to that's make a sure better idea. It from because, good like, breeders? I think there are some bad ones out there. Because I know there's some company, there's yeah. some stores here in Orange County yes. that have sold some pretty bad dogs that have died, and, yeah. and or they hold diseases, all that. And and but I think that's like any business. I mean, if there was a restaurant that was a bad restaurant. Uh, in terms of like health violations, you shut them down because that's not right. Do I also think it's weird that the county charges money to save to adopt these animals? So like it's almost like th- you don't think that should be free though, do you? You know what? It's almost like they're creating a monopoly on pet sales in the county but because you will only be able to so it doesn't matter cheaper. if it's cheap now where where can you get pets now in orange county it's I, starting in 2022 so you're saying they're doing that to help their business at the orange county I'm animal shelter that's necessarily what they're trying you can still to do. buy you can still buy pets at a pet breeder just not at one that has a store right i don't know i don't know either i, don't know I mean if i have a backyard breeding which is all good can i still go there and get a pet i think i can i i don't think i guess i thought can. it was retail like business, or like if someone like if your kitten has a bunch of cat, you know, your cat has a bunch of kittens. I mean, then nobody cares about cats. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. I'm just saying, cats are like a dime a dozen, right? It's usually right. dogs that this issue is with. Uh, well, it's both. I'm sure you know, the shelter cats. is full of animals right now. We yes. talked about this last week. They they are at capacity, and so th- when they were, they had a county spokesperson from the shelter talking about it. Like, we are full of animals. We don't need these retail shops selling these animals it's true. we have animals that need the, homes the, but there was a story there was several stories but the, there was a story in the sentinel about it that steve hudak wrote that he he talked to one Love of the hudak. he talked to one of the people that either worked at the store or owned the store and she made she made a decent point where she was like if you want a specific kind of dog like they might not have it at the orange county animal shelter right and like like my wife and i we have a boston terrier and and we actually did adopt ours but if you want like a specific one it can be a little harder yeah to find it Boo-hoo. at I, you okay fine it's first world problems breed i get it puppy like, i get it gross now somebody else made a good point too did that you just i fart no Somebody else made a point. <laughs> we just get cropped up. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have a dog and you're gonna maybe have it for 10, 12, 13 years, yeah. 
do you want to get one that you want that that you know comes from maybe a good breeder or something that you're going to have to live with for 13 yeah, well, years? Well, for instance, my mom competes with Springer Spaniels. All right. Like, she loves Springer Spaniels. Well, then so get she- it at the adoption place, right? <laughs> it doesn't work No like longer, that. no longer. But they could go out of county you i go out of state there's tons of options you'll be fine if you really need to get your toy husky you know uh-huh. you're gonna f- be fine you'll find it but for now you can't do that i guess so the, the starting in 2020 i mean do you punish the people that maybe have been doing it right that's why i think a uh, heavier police i guess it's you know what it's probably just easier i want to say heavier policing heavier it is accreditation easier. processes you know where you have to go out and make sure like you follow that chain where where are you getting your puppies from then they go and they go look and investigate those breeders that they say they're getting yeah, them from it's probably easier to say million hours yeah they None just of say these people do they just say no more yeah i get it i get it all right yeah it's easier for them yeah to just ban them i mean i'm not going to spend thirty five hundred dollars on a puppy i i don't care so i, I will i, I would go adopt them. if i People was that do, rich though. and i yeah. could buy if i could buy one of those mastiffy newfoundlander puppies <laughs> that looks like it's a bear uh-huh if i had that money yeah i would yeah yeah all right, right? and i could cuddle with it all the time <laughs> put a little bow on it yeah head. yeah that's okay. hilarious all right a saint bernard yeah a fox did oh. you say a fox? I did. Sally, you said the F word. There. Oh, no, F O X. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a new street sign that was just installed. Roberto Clemente Way, right? Or driver. Road. 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 Yeah, which Road. isn't as exciting. No, it's not. No, it should yeah. be like. Famous baseball Avenue. player. Died uh, in a plane crash. Puerto Rican. Yes. No real connection to Orlando. No, but uh, you know they—it was part of this whole idea to get rid of street names and and schools over in East Orlando, which is uh, more Hispanic over there. Stone, and it was called it was Stonewall, Stonewall Jackson. Jackson Road. So uh, you know, at Owned least they slaves. found somebody that uh, no. could maybe highlight the community a little bit better. He was a humanitarian. Yes, he was actually on a trip. I I want to say to Nicaragua. Yeah. And died in a plane crash. Nicaragua. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you, you do make a point, though, Brendan. I mean, is there I a know. possibility to find somebody who is maybe a little more local? <laughs> ah, but you know. Yeah. Do I care enough to Not fight really. that? Not really. I no. mean, it's probably better. It's better than Stonewall Jackson. Yeah. I, I, I would say. Although, you know, I feel bad for Stonewall Jackson's descendants. You shouldn't. Why? Uh, I don't think I so. I can still feel bad for him. I guess. No? Can you feel bad for the descendants of slave owners? You can't. You can feel anything you want, Brendan. Thanks, man. Uh, shootings yeah. on the rise. Really? We talk about this every Nationwide. Week. Nationwide. But Orlando police just said there have been 227 shootings and 73 victims between January 1st and June 10th of this year. Victims doesn't mean death either. It just means you've been shot. Yeah. But how do they know what the shooting Like if someone's just firing a gun, that constitutes as a shooting? Has to be reported. Okay. Probably. And then there were 183 shootings and 58 victims reported last year at the same time. So it's up a bit. Too many guns. Up a bit. Too many guns. Uh, current efforts to stimmy that include the Mayor's Community Trust and Equity Initiative. Uh-huh. Or the Community Response Team. Yeah. What about speakers outside? Speakers? Well, there's no longer. Okay. You can't do outdoor speaker permits anymore. Okay. Well, that'll probably bring down the gun, the shooting. Oh, I hope so. Actually, it's just, it just <laughs> I don't want to get anyone in trouble. <laughs> Wall Street generally gets six-month uh, permitting windows, yeah. right, from the city to operate in the, in the streets. 
because uh, that's a they have they don't own that street. That's still a city street. So really, they have to get a permit for every six month window to operate really? their street. Parties. I didn't know that. Right now, the city is making them do it every month. Wow. So it's a month. They're not even lease. open hardly right now. Are Literally, they? it's crazy. And then they're also debating whether or not to give Thornton Park the rights to do the cul-de-sac thing that they've been doing all through the pandemic because they see it too much as a street party. They don't want street parties downtown. But if you ever go to that, there's no gun violence happening there. No? No, it's just a bunch of white people looking at each other and eating popcorn, you know? Not that race has anything to do with it, but it's just it's an interesting it's interesting to see how they're treating the downtown, yeah. which is now finally getting a vibrant street atmosphere with people out there enjoying and supporting local businesses. You can't just shut that stuff down because you're uncomfortable. All right, Brendan. Break. We got to kick it over to Mo. I chatted with Mo for a little bit about something important that's happening in Florida. I want to hear all about it. All right. Mo, welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. It's been a while. Been a little while. Good to be back. It's good to see you. I mean, you are the official attorney of Bungalow and the Bus, and, and luckily we don't need you very often. Well, let's let's hope it stays that way. Yeah, well, we want you to get some business, though. Well, I'm doing all right. Okay, doing good, right good, here. good, good. So, Mo, you're here because I want to chat with you about car insurance. And before everybody starts turning the station and, and stop listening to our podcast, <laughs> this is important because if you drive a car here in Florida, this is going to affect you. And so right now there's a there's a bill that could be signed by our governor at any minute. That can change how we do insurance, car insurance specifically here in Florida. It has to do with PIP insurance and bodily injury. Can you explain this a little bit, Mo? Yeah, so it's actually been passed. It will go into effect January 1st unless the governor vetoes it. Oh, okay. So it's already been passed. All right. And so as you may know, you may have heard of PIP or no-fault insurance, and that Florida is a no-fault state. And I know this is an exhilarating topic, so don't fall asleep <laughs> yet. But you know, right now, basically, if you drive on the road, you have what we call PIP insurance, which is up to $10,000 in benefits for you to go see a doctor if you're in a car accident. Yes, and that's like the bare minimum. Exactly. That's the bare minimum. In Florida right now, you don't have to have any um, bodily injury coverage. So you can legally be on the road, not have any bodily injury coverage. All you have to have is $10,000 in property damage coverage and the $10,000 in PIP or no-fault coverage. And that money goes quick if you get in an accident. I mean, that won't even cover an ER trip. Yeah. So, you know, typically. Typically, one one visits the emergency room, and uh, yeah, that, that 10K is used up. And it sounds like a lot of money. When you're when you're doing your insurance, you're like, oh, 25000 10000 That's a ton of money. But like I said, I mean, yeah. it goes very quick when you, you go to a doctor. Been, yeah, if you've been to a doctor, you know, you know how expensive that can <laughs> uh. get pretty quickly. And that's actually one of the arguments when they were kind of debating this whole thing was, well, is PIP outdated because $10,000 really isn't enough to cover any sort of substantial medical bills at some point? Yeah. And so other states, I think it's Pennsylvania has $250,000 in PIP. Wow. And I think New York might be $50,000. It's so, a lot more expensive to live up there up north, yeah, they you know, say. <laughs> those northerners have expensive medical bills. So but. this new bill, what do they want to do with this new bill? So the new bill, they want to get rid of PIP altogether, get rid of that $10,000 uh, of insurance that you can go see a doctor, the no-fault insurance. And instead, they want to require all drivers on the road to have a minimum of $25,000 in bodily injury coverage. So what that means is someone hits you and hurts you, they would be required to have $25,000 in coverage to cover those injuries. Okay. And that doesn't sound so bad. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. The big debate here is really um, how is this going to affect insurance rates? So some people are saying, well, the, the overall cost of insurance will go down if we eliminate PIP. And they're saying, you know, PIP fraud and stuff like that. If we get rid of that, it'll reduce the rates of insurance. That's that's kind of one camp. The other camp is saying, well, 
for the people who just right now have the bare minimum, if you have to, if you increase it to the $25,000 in bodily injury coverage, their rates are going to skyrocket and those people aren't going to be able to afford insurance. So they're just ultimately going to end up not having any, any insurance and just driving illegally without insurance. Yeah. And when we say skyrocket, so I'm, I'm looking at a story from the Sun Sentinel, which is based in South Florida, but they did a big story about this. It, it still affects the whole state. They just happened to write about it. They said that your insurance could go up $200 or more if no fault system is repealed. Now I see that number. You're like, wow, 200 bucks. That's kind of a lot. But then also you, a lot of people spread out their their payments over twelve months, and so two hundred dollars over twelve months is is like ten extra bucks a month. Which you know, for me and and you, definitely being a, an attorney over there, big deal. <laughs> but but some people that I know that can be a lot, but it's not like it's it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, and again, that's that's probably an average. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a little more than ten bucks a month based on the two hundred dollars. But if it's an average, so. If, if my insurance and your insurance is going to go down a little bit, but everybody else you know, right now has bare minimum is going to go up, you know, 50%. That's you know, a lot. You know, then, you know, when you average it out, maybe it's only 200 bucks. But for those people who are probably in the lower income bracket who are just pay, you know, have bare minimum insurance. And then if their insurance rates are going to skyrocket, they may not be able to afford it. And they may just say, Hey, I'm going to risk it and drive without insurance, which is never a good idea. But no, that's where the, the, the whole speculation comes in here. And there's some people who, I guess, cite some stu- studies from, I think it's Colorado, who did something similar, either Colorado or Utah, I forget which one. Um, and there they're saying the uninsured drivers went up. Florida, we already have a lot of uninsured <laughs> yeah, drivers. Yeah, 20%. As it is. They said the average that we have 20% probably don't have insurance. Right. So I guess we'll see how that number changes or if it changes, if this bill goes into effect at all. There's a lot of speculation the governor will veto it. I don't know if he will or not. And but, this you bill, know. we'll say, th- I will say, this bill passed by a large margin. It was 99 to 11 in the yeah. House and uh, 38 to 1 in the Senate. So think of all the things that are going on in our country and our state where everybody's divided. This seems to be one where a lot of people, or at least a lot of uh, uh, legislatures, uh, they're they're in agreement, but we don't know what the governor's going to do. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone agreed that PIP was kind of outdated, whether it was, um, you know, that the, the amount needed to be increased or something. Um, I think everyone kind of agreed that wasn't a good system anymore. It's just a matter of what is a better system and how, how are we going to implement that. So I'm going to ask you flat out here, Mo, since you're an expert on all things legal. All things. Good thing or bad thing? If this Should this be uh, vetoed or not? I mean, ultimately, I think it will be a good thing. I think there's a lot of pressure from the insurance industry as to whether it's going to be vetoed or not. So I think it'll be interesting to see what the governor does with it. All right. Well, we will see. The governor, he's a wild card sometimes. Uh, You never know. You never know what he's going to do. So, uh, Mo, thanks again for joining us. Of course. And if you're injured on the go, just call Mo. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Meet the authors of Everybody Shines on June 26th. They'll discuss underrepresentation of fat bodies, trans bodies, and disabled bodies in young adult literature. Pride at Home is a Pride Month celebration on June 26th. LGBTQ plus themed activities include a candy rainbow experiment, a bubble rainbow experiment, and trivia. Recommended for ages 9 to 12. Sloth Conservation will be on June 30th. Monique Poole, founder and director of Green Heritage Fund Suriname and CNN Hero, will share her journey with sloths. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. 
Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and the Florida Film Festival. This week's films include Werewolves Within, where the small town of Beaverfield is bombarded with a snowstorm that traps its residents in a local hotel where one of them may be killing and eating them one by one because they're a werewolf. Other films in the pipeline include Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead, starring a young Christina Applegate, and Men in Black will be the featured film at the next Popcorn Flicks in the Park in Winter Park on July 8th. Go to nzn.org today to check out their awesome lineup. That's nzn.org. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm here to tell you that the capital of Djibouti is Djibouti. Oh. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, we are in Thornton Park tonight. We're at the Mason Jar, which has amazing food. I sometimes say that, but I mean it tonight. <laughs> I only say it's amazing when it's really amazing. It truly is amazing. I love it here. And actually, if you're a bungalow or buddy keychain member, you can come here and use your keychain to get a discount. Don't ask me what the discount is because I can't remember. Is it 10%? 10%? Oh, it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's better when it's like happy hour stuff. We'll work on them. Yeah. We'll but uh, <laughs> if you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. Follow Brendan on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the spots and please TikTok, and, too. Please and thank you. Yeah, yeah. You've I been blowing up all over. Not TikTok, though. Well, it's, it's a it's, long, it's a slow, one. and steady race. You got to do TikTok. something crazy and you got to dance. You don't do enough dances. I don't do enough dances. Somebody, actually, a client just tried to hire us to do a dance at their medical institute, like a little video for them. And I was like, I'm not going to dance for your, no. for your medical stuff. I'm I told sorry. Mo that he should start doing an ice bucket challenge. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a like, That's a funny idea. A little late for that. I, that's why it's funny. <laughs> You should just do all the things that are just yeah. five five years <laughs> too late. It's hilarious. Um, before the break, we were talking about downtown crime because that's my favorite thing to talk about. Apparently, uh-huh. and it kind of links into we had, we have mentioned previously that the city has a nighttime economy manager position. Yes, it was previous. Do they have a daytime one or just the nighttime one? Just just nighttime. Okay, but because we have a whole, like there are whole industries and boards that like just work on downtown business life right like the the ddb we now have the city district right which is the new main street which i also have issues with do you think they focus too much on downtown sometimes yeah yeah i think there are things that are happening downtown like the parklet program like they they have subsidized parklets we're sitting in one right now in front of which is great i actually i haven't been down to thornton park in a little bit and we drove by i'm like oh this is really why is this just in thornton park why, are, why is the city just buying picnic tables for Thornton Park businesses? I don't know. We have Main Street programs all over the city that could equally benefit from this totally. program. And I love this. And and it would be great. And if they're talking about a downtown party atmosphere and having too many people downtown, spread the love out, buddy. Totally. Baby, spread that love out and make it more incentives to send people to other districts. Yeah. That's what I have to say. I mean, it's not super packed where I live in College Park. And you could get some more people to hang out. And it shouldn't just be about downtown. It should be about downtown neighborhoods. And uh, Downtown Orlando Partnership, they were focused primarily on the Central Business District. Their new uh, executive director 
is now kind of trying to bring in other people, which is smart. It's very smart of her. Uh, anyway, there's, they're hiring for a new nighttime economy Because there manager. was one, and she left. She left. Well, be, uh, it's tough. All right. I know she some didn't, didn't want to do it no more. We'll she just say that. Yeah. She, uh, or whatever. <laughs> it's a silo. They, they hire these really cool positions, but they don't have the support they need to long-term succeed. I'm hoping that changes with the next person. Uh Seventy-one thousand, ninety-one thousand dollars a year. Great pay. Great pay. Brendan, put that resume <laughs> in. <laughs> I've thought about it. Uh, you could get a sash and a crown and it's walk just, around. You have to work the downtown development board, and I talk so much not positive stuff about. Uh-huh. I just, I'm I just sure can't imagine happen. you walking like your royalty every night downtown. downtown. Like, I'm the mayor. That night I have a sash. Uh huh. <laughs> sash and like, short shorts. Drinks are on me. I'm the mayor. <laughs> I have a little account. Mr. Dyer, get out of here. I'm, I'm the, the nighttime mayor. You're the daytime mayor. You're sponsored by Tito's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody have a good time. There's just, they need a city planner background. I have a city planner background. I do have a lot of feelings about things that could happen downtown. It just would never happen. No. I'm, I'm too outspoken. That's, that's probably yeah, true. They need someone who can toe the line. So, too bad. Too bad for me because that money would be great. There's also <laughs> a cool job alert on Bungalower for the a neighborhood naturalist. Okay, not to be confused with a neighborhood naturist Nudi- or a nudist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. You must wear pants in this position. I sent him a photo and I applied and <laughs> called the police on me. But you got it in, so you're uh. fine. Uh, the new Lake Lorna Dune Park over by the Camping World Stadium. Yes, they're overhauling that, like throwing a lot oh, of yeah, money they are. at it. And part of it, there will be a nature trail, and so there will be a neighborhood naturalist that will lead tours and make sure all the plants look cute. So if you just want to be a hippie walking around barefoot in a park all day, this is for you. All right. Right? Talking about the importance of native plants. Red Tide on the move. Coming back, not to Orlando. No. It's moving its way up the coast the west coast you know it's an issue not as bad as last year where we lost oh my gosh manatees and fish it's crazy now we're losing manatees because there's no food for them but right now red tide but while that's happening uh the florida government is still trying to reassure people that it won't affect july 4th holiday traffic and most seaside towns will still be open Despite the fact All that you can't well. go swimming. So, All is well. Yeah. Come to Florida. Come to Florida. Don't look behind the curtain. Nope. Please come to Florida. I love these laundromat guys with their little drink. Yeah. Traveler cups. I haven't had Hang to do that. Have you ever done laundromat laundry? Yeah. We used to do this one all the time. Really? There's a little laundromat right by Mason Jar, and Scotty and I used to live up the street, and we would come here and get a couple of pictures and do laundry. Doing laundry at a laundromat is a pain, I will say. <laughs> like, I, I get some people don't have laundry in there wherever they live yeah but it is such a pain to have to go to laundry i kind of like it because you can get a lot done all at once you can like in a couple hours you're done did you leave your stuff or did you did you sit there like oh my god somebody's gonna steal my underwear sometimes sometimes all right i always left it like who's gonna take it i have some nice stuff though okay and weird things yeah you got weird things i do yeah uh winter parkers are rallying against development. Yeah, they are. Always. As always. Always. And this time it's about a park. <laughs> they don't they don't want a park? Yeah, or they want a park but they want it to just be all bushes. And so the Progress Point property, which is at oh, I can't even tell you what street that is. Or Denning? Denning yeah. and Orlando Avenue. Sure. 
Uh, there's an old property. It looks like a pie slice. Pizza oh, I think pie. it was like a bank or something, wasn't it? An AT&T store? Progress or, Energy. Oh, okay. What, and so they call it Progress Point now. Uh, the city owns it. They want to make it into like an urban park. And so there'll be cool little skating trails. There's already a park right there, right? Like right across the street. It's just a big green piece of property. Yeah, but right next to it's a park. If you Mead go, Gardens is down yeah. the street. Yeah, they want to do another thing, but they the want to put tiny courts, houses. The there. tennis courts are right there. They are also right okay. there. Okay, all right. Yeah. So I know where this is at. So they want tiny houses like for retail and like a coffee shop, and then like sounds a cool. cool outdoor because they space. don't. I will say on Orlando Avenue there where uh, the coffee shop is, Foxtail, Foxtail, Buttermilk Bakery. There is like no foot traffic there, and there could be. Oh, like people walking yeah. over to it? Yeah, no, I know. There's just no foot traffic. They drive there. to it, and then there's a lot of people that just make. Ma- but hang there, out there could be foot traffic in that stretch because there's like a lot of cool shops there. There could be. Could anyway, be. Go ahead. Uh, well, apparently it's just not green enough for winter parkers. What do you mean it's a not green? What do you mean? They want it to be just native plants. That's just, it? Just trees. They want to rewild the corner. All right. Saying there's not enough wild spaces in Winter Park, and that's what it should be. Just trees? I mean, I, I'm not. A, Opposed to that, Palmetto, I guess. and I think there's a way to just incorporate native landscaping in it and call it a day. Why? Why make a big stink about it? Why have to have petitions? Why have to be so winter Parker about <laughs> it that you need to get upset? I don't know, right? Can you not just work with them in the vision process to make sure that it's a lot of wild plants? I mean, I can see that it'd be cool if it was just like some trails and like really cool plants, and and they don't make it into a tennis courts and basketball courts and. I get that. Right. Which it's not going to be. It's going to be like a cool little trail and outdoor sitting spaces and then like a couple of retail shops. So they're like too many retail shops. We already have too many people coming here. Let's just keep it plain they Jane. Go to Castleberry. Right. Yeah. Do your stuff. <laughs> uh, and I'm Winter Park's tell you, full. Winter Park residents, you got to get over it because you got to. You got to get over it. This is a cool use. Uh-huh. You need an amenity in that neighborhood just because. And I bet you. The people who are living around the corner would love to see something. Some of them. Of use, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'd say about it. There's a new Hawaiian-inspired restaurant here in Thornton Park just Where? up the street from us. Where? Oh, I can see and it. And the old Dexter's. I'm sitting here the and I can Dexter's see it right now. Thornton Park. Oh, Thank AJ you. just brought us some water. Thanks, Chef. He knows we're talking Thank you very so much. much that we need some water. He just wants us to say nice things about him. Yeah, well, I'm looking at the 808. He made a chicken wing for us, and there's pig skins on it. Yeah. So it's like a chicharron... Super crunchy chicken wing. Yeah, crushed up pork rinds as the breading. Delicious. Amazing. Yeah, I was into it. Game changing. Anyway, new Hawaiian place. It's called the 808. Why is it called the 808? It's the address, but... Zip code? It's also a Hawaiian zip code. Oh, all right. I like it. Yeah, so it's a Hawaiian zip code. It's a Hawaiian-inspired restaurant. What is Hawaiian food? Pokes? Pokes. It's like a lot of fish, light beachy fare. Luau's? They got a luau there? No luau. No tiki. No, no tiki? No tiki. They got either. a tiki restaurant here. Well, it's also or owned bar. by... It's the same owner. Yeah. So he was like, I don't want to compete with my tiki bar, Aku which is over at Lake Eola. Uh, so they just made a Hawaiian theme. Now I went there the other day. You can see a video on our Instagram. Congratulations to... Was it good? Wendy Connor and uh, Todd Ulmer. Was it good? opening it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah? yeah. They doing brunch there or not? Not yet. Not yet. But they will be, and they know they have to. You can't be in a Dexter's rest, you know, space and not have brunch. Yeah. People are, are you watching the time? I'm watching. Uh, there's our friends at Healthy Junk Food and Greenery Creamery have banded together to create something we never knew we needed. But we do. But we do. 
ice cream hot dogs. Yeah, I read the story in the Orlando Weekly. You did? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it on Bungalore first. It's okay. If you read it on the Weekly, you basically read it on Bungalore because <laughs> that's where they got it from. So they make candy-coated sweet cream ice cream, and it's going to be on a sweet brioche bun. And then they make it look like, like the candy coating makes it look like a hot dog. It's a little like that fleshy pink. So wait, what's the ice cream part of it? All of it? It's all ice cream. That's not, what, not the bun. No, the bun is just like a sweet bun. Okay. And so they put it on a so sweet So they call bun. you in high school. That's <laughs> not what they call me. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> Started with an F. Sorry. <laughs> um, with strawberry ketchup, ah. yellow buttercream, mustard and then a funnel cake french fry side and it's 12 bucks okay to order it a split something you're probably gonna you probably want to split it yeah. it's a lot that's a lot of richness that is they want you to pre-order because on july it's for one day only july oh, 11 one day only and that they're gonna run out but if it goes well they'll probably I'll make an ice back. cream hot dog any day of the week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dirty <laughs> uh more fried chicken we're getting all the fried chicken. Really? Remember last week we talked about I put up that fried chicken mat. Right? I saw it. No, I saw it. Um, there's another fried chicken place, Korean fried chicken. It's going to go in the old Tasty Walk space by uh, Publix in Colonial Town. Yes. So it's actually, but it's not a local. What makes chicken it's a Korean chain. fried chicken? It's the type of frying they do. It's like a double fried and a little fermentation, I think. I All might right. have made that up. I can't remember. Are they like they're like they're the extra whole wings, crunchy. though, too, right? Like you get like the two parts together. What? what? Well, there's like the wings that you get at, at like Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. But then you get like those other ones where it's like the 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 wing and like the <laughs> other part of the wing. Oh, like an airline chicken breast? Yeah, like yeah you yeah. get like a lot of it. It's just I think they're just using bigger chicken. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. They're just crunchier. They're a crunchier chicken. All right. Right? Maybe like maybe twice fry them. Maybe. I can't remember. If, if you know, please let us know because yeah. I feel like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I went to their new Pinery restaurant. You just go everywhere. I don't get to go to any of these places. Well, because you have a real job. I that's true. Yeah. That's true. Right? I can't just leave my office when no, you're going you out. You have to... time. You're saving lives. I'm not saving anybody's you're running, so you're going to live longer. That's true. I'm just eating fried food and sitting <laughs> on my butt all day, so I will I need die you. in this will, five this, years. I, I can't just do the bus. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Hop on the bus. <laughs> shit. If I die, will you just do this show by just, yourself? Just talk to myself <laughs> like Rush Limbaugh for three <laughs> hours? Pretend to be me and be like, who's dead as well? Oh, who touched your butt? <laughs> oh, Brendan, stop touching my butt. No, this is going to turn into a conservative talk radio. Oh, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I broke you. You'd uh-huh. be so sad when I die. You just like lean into. I'm your- just gonna complain about liberals <laughs> for three hours straight because they're the ones that robbed you of me. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Blame yeah, it on yeah. blame it on the liberals. Yeah. What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, new Pinery restaurant. Yeah, was it good? Yeah. So this is in the new Lake House fancy. apartment. It's though. fancy. Well, the building, it's a $76 million apartment. Yeah, I mean, you had to wear a shirt to go into that place. I did. Two shirts. I had an undershirt. <laughs> and then there was a, this is the one that we talked about last week where people are renting the penthouse for $12,000 a month. Yeah, they are. So this new place opened on the bottom. It's inspired by George Russell's pineapple plantation, which was on that lake, Lake Ivanhoe. And so they called it the Pinery. A Pinery is a pineapple plantation. And it's amazing. The food was amazing. What'd you get? Uh, what did I get? I can't. You know, I started. I can't even remember what I got. Uh, burger. They have a burger on no, there. No, no. It was fish. 
fish fish for the entree, which was delicious. A amazing salad. It was like a beet salad. And then the appetizer was delicious too, and I, I just can't remember what it was. But it's if you want to see it, there's a little video on our Instagram. Bungalow. Good view. Good view of Lake Ivanhoe. Yeah, and it's not like the like everybody else looks directly at the I four. Yeah, these guys are on the sides, so they're actually looking over Lake Ivanhoe and then the city skyline, and then they have a bar on the inside that also serves the outside and so they'll open up these little hydraulic windows which like the whole wall will just lift up not like a garage door it just like lifts up and uh and you can see it all you get a beautiful breeze and i think ivanhoe is the most exciting district right now it's happening. They just got more stuff opening, more cool stuff, more restaurants, more shops, more everything. The residents support those businesses. Yeah. The people who live in Ivanhoe Village support Ivanhoe Village businesses. Yes. Mills 50 is kind of the same. You, the, you see people walking from their homes to support those businesses. College Park, not the case. Not as much. Thornton Park. I do. Not necessarily the case in Thornton I Park think either. Where I live, for me in College Park, I support certain businesses, but maybe not all of them because I just can't go to everything, but even like like where I do go, yeah. I don't always go there to eat. Like 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 Rustique and Jade, I love them, but I don't go there every time. I take out sometimes. Okay, I don't want to. It's just there. interesting to see. You know, yeah. like you see, uh, it's just a pattern I've noticed since we've been here. Audubon Park, I think they're they're a little bit better, but that one isn't as pedestrian friendly. Thornton Park is 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 more design wise. It's a two lane road. You know, so you can walk around. Yeah. It's brick. People are going a little slower. You know, the ca- the sidewalks are wider. Yeah, it, it's it it's more of a destination, cool outside hang place. Whereas you don't see that a lot, like College Park, even though it's a but, complete street. It's but Tap Room does well. Tap Room is always busy in College Park. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe they just see more places like that. They might. It's also a bar. You don't have as many bar bars in College Park. We don't. We don't. We don't have any like cocktail bars besides Rustique. Oh, you know what? I just had a brain thing. Someone, one of a, I have a, I'm consulting for people, and there's a building on western side of of College Park, closer to Digress Wine, that just opened up, and they're yeah. looking for a cool use, and it should be a bar. Speaking, of, a bar. we didn't talk about this last time. I don't think about the Starbucks that is going to maybe move into K. We, we, we briefly about talked about it, but okay. I want to talk about it a little bit more. Okay. So you wrote about this, and I think you were probably one of the first to write about it. I think I'm the only person who wrote about yeah. it. Yeah, so K Restaurant, which had been in business Not bragging, for, I'm just saying. For a long, long time, K Restaurant, everybody loved it. Uh, and then the chef left, and then a new chef came in, and it just didn't last very long. Right. And it was a very good restaurant. It was kind of for You've me. recorded there a couple times. Yeah. yeah for yeah. me, it was like a special occasion place because things were a little more expensive. Anyway. Rocky, the server. Great guy. Fantastic. Uh, closed down. So now it's an open, vacant space, which is a great location. And I guess Starbucks is looking at it. Or did they buy it? They filed paperwork. Okay. I don't know if they bought it, but they're definitely looking at it. And they, so, they're looking to put a drive through in there. So do they want to knock it down? Oh, yeah. Or, okay. They want to knock it down oh, and use yeah. that space for a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a Starbucks. So well, a lot of these companies, they call it branded architecture. They they have certain standards for their buildings. It has uh, to look a certain way. It has to serve, you know, the layouts are all generally the same. And so they'll, yeah, they'd be knocking down. It's that too bad because that could be a cool coffee shop. Even if it was a Starbucks. I mean, I, I'd rather have it be a local's place, but whatever. But you say what you want. So that so, little, co- the little Starbucks so yeah. is there currently just across the street that they'll be moving out of. Yes. It's this, busy this all is the time. This is what I wanted to say. And so as, as much as all these people want to 
you know, complain about Starbucks, that Starbucks in College Park is always busy. Always. Always, always, always. always. And it's so tiny in there. It's so small. If you've ever been to that one, I mean, they probably built that or they probably moved in there years ago. Anyway, so let's say they go to the K. Let's say they knock it down. They build their own. I think the good thing about this, Brendan, is that that space opens up. The the one where they're currently at, that Starbucks they're currently at next to Publix, that could be a really cool spot for something. Like a like a, I think like that's a, a cool great restaurant yeah, or a, a retail something. I think it'd be a cool like like a place like the Mason Jar here where it's not like a dinner spot, although you can eat dinner here. Small kitchen. Yeah, small kitchen, a few tables, you sit outside, you can take it to go. I think yeah. it'd be a great spot. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And maybe they need something. I don't know. But that's... Plus... But they don't want that. They don't support those little businesses that are like that in College Park. There's a few like that. Like, what's the little Indian place of the street? Um, they serve, like, international cuisine. Yeah, I don't know the name of it. And I... Right by the so, T-Mobile shop. Like, that's... It's always I'll empty. I'll tell you the two... I'll tell you some of those places, and I and I don't want to get in trouble with them because I'll say I haven't eaten there. Their food's expensive. Like their food is yeah because that's they're that's trying fine. to make up for people not being and they're buying their food. But you can't do that. Like you no. gotta have. No, I like, agree. Like if you're gonna be expensive, you better be really, really good. I agree. And I don't know. It's, uh, uh, we can talk about it for a long. Well, time. Well, speaking of expensive, I just went to a new perfumery. Okay. In Ivanhoe Village, and at first I was like, ah, I don't want to write about this, but. It turns out the owner is super handsome. So that's pretty much your 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 level to when you can. It's like I will go and I will see how handsome you really send are. Send me a picture of you. Yeah, and it's the guy uh, Joey Todd, Joseph Todd. He owns uh, Handsome Shoe Repair. Just opened up this new perfumery, and it's things you can't find anywhere else. It's amazing. We're out of time. Go check it out. Do you want to say like one or two events? Uh, or no uh, skate of emergency on saturdays there's a pop-up skate rink at the plaza live i love this idea they're borrowing our bleachers which is super exciting go sit on our bleachers just leave them there they can have them (laughs) i know i don't know what to do with them after (laughs) yeah we'll pick them up next week yeah sure sure oh no no maybe next week there's a fruit tree planting with the farm workers association over in apopka which i think is going to be super fun saint pete is having their pride fest pride picnic over on the beach we have all that information on bungalow.com too Uh, And then Ivanhoe Park Brewing is hosting their second annual Camp Ivanhoe. So every day of the week, they'll have different challenges, a different beer release, and then you can get a patch, like a badge, just like you're in Cub Scouts, uh, that corresponds with the challenge that you won. So go check that out. All right. We do got to go now. And, oh, it's got like an old Jeep going by. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was a Zamboni. I got to say thanks to the Mason Jar. Thanks. Thanks, AJ. Come uh, come eat here because it's delicious. That burger, that nacho burger. 